Maybe I'll start the show today standing. Bam, we're live. This mic, if I'm not close to this mic, you can't hear me good, huh? Right? As soon as I back away. It, yeah. I don't it's think the, the, one my, the one at home in my studio is not like that. Just I, think I, kinda, I think I kind of like it. That you're that close? Okay. <laughs> I like this. Good suit. morning, Jessica, Vindicate, Corey, Bruce. Good morning. Sorry, I just started jamming in with you, dude. I just. <laughs> hey, what's up? Good morning. Morning. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> the circle part five. Good morning. If if I if I told you if you got if i tell you that avi and ari and joseph are my sons what i'm telling you is that i put my penis inside of a girl <laughs> and i ejaculated in her and that semen mixed with her eggs and then she gave birth to those kids that's what it means that those are my sons it's a signifier that word is a signifier um, for that. If I told you Caleb was my brother, you would assume that the same man, by definition, if, the, if that word has a definition, you would assume that the same man and woman had intercourse, uh, uh, pe penis, vaginal intercourse, and that him and I were both birthed from that woman. Th th those are what words do. And then if later on you found out that Caleb wasn't my brother, that actually um, he, was a, he was maybe adopted or that maybe um, he has a different father or a different mother, you would know that I lied to you. And you would spin a story that made it so that you could accept that lie. But for some reason, some lies bother you and other lies don't. And so when you take the stand that you don't like people who are lying and yet you have wiggle room and what it means when someone lies to you and when it doesn't, you have, you have wiggle room for it. The truth is, is that you don't care if someone lies to you or not. Based, you, you shouldn't be upset at them. It's something inside of yourself. For some reason, some lies bother you and some lies don't because of some other story you're telling yourself. And that story comes from a false sense of yourself, of who you think you are, of who you think of what you deserve, of who you think I is, I, when you use the word I. I'll give you another example. If Sousa were to tell you a story today about how his car broke down, it wouldn't bother you too much. On a 1 to 10, you might feel a little bad for Sousa. It might be a, a 1 or a 2. But if it was your car, all of a sudden it would go up to an eight or a nine. Because for some reason, that word matters. That matters because it's happening to you. And so when you think you're mad at the liver king because he lied, you are lying to yourself. You are a liar. I know that. You're not using words correctly, and you're lying to yourself. And so now you are the liar. Because the truth is... 
you've told yourself that story for some reason. You are so important. You've decided when it's okay that people lie to you and who they don't lie to you. And so then you spin another story. Oh, but it's because he was selling stuff. And you keep, you keep spinning stories around that so that you don't have to look at yourself. <laughs> I knew you were going to pick that comment. <laughs> For some reason, it matters. You spin the story. When, when I decided, when, when you want the world to be funny, you spin stories that are funny. The truth is that when I walked into that bathroom the other day and I saw that guy sitting on the stall with his legs wide open in Newport Beach, the truth, you want to know the truth? I was ecstatic. <laughs> I was fucking tickled. I got, a little, got a little excited. Yeah, I was, I was, I was, because it's a story for my podcast. <laughs> Where I get to pretend like I give a shit. <laughs> we're not on. We're not on LK. We're 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 trying. We're trying to. We're trying to get to the truth. I'm going to show you a clip later on today where Candace Owens calls something evil, and it's it just it, words like that. They're just lazy words. You don't want to get to the truth. It's when it, you want. You're trying to convince. You're trying to get on a team to spin a reality that's not true that other people on, so it holds more merit. We all do it all the time. Just spinning stories to try to hold down our identity. No, I wasn't hard, but I was uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, this is going to be some good shit. This is give me t t 10 minutes of chatter <laughs> on my uh, podcast. Oh, we, that's the thing, Riley. We we never had to be over it because we were never on it. See that, like whatever, right? It just is. It's just just stories. Good morning, Corey. That's what I did when you were, when you dropped off. Look how wide that stance is, Corey has. There's those people that do that. You know that. Mm -hmm. Look how wide that is. I don't. Um, I don't, I don't squat that wide. Oh, it's different for everybody. Sometimes I wonder if that's why my back is, is uh, my, I think my back might prefer that, a wider squat. You have, a, you have a great squat, though. Thank you. Seen it. At my, um, at my very first L1, I remember Nicole Carroll coming over to me and, and going, holy cow. And then she went over and grabbed Greg. It was when Greg did all the lectures. She's like, look at his squat. I didn't chub up, but I but I felt good. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, the same thing happened at mile one, but it was the reverse. Oh really? <laughs> Who cares? You put a hundred pounds more over your head than I did. I wish You're I had like, a shittier oh. squat, and I could put over three hundred pounds over my head. And it was funny because I thought like I moved really well, just because I was like the fastest one at the gym at the time, and I had yeah. like just started the journey, my journey of like CrossFit from evolution from like the backyard into an actual affiliate yeah and i was like saved my tax return with got mail one i was like i'm gonna be the star when i walk in they're gonna be like look at this talent <laughs> and then i get there and it was trash <laughs> Just get and beat i was up. in the center every time for every movement yeah what year was that when did you do your one uh 2013 
I had Jason Kalipa, Neil Maddox, Pat Barber, and Miranda as my staff. Talk about an awesome group. Jason was funny when he taught the L1s. Oh, he was awesome. And that was yeah. when they still allowed uh, Fran. Yeah, that and, was going to be one of my questions. Yeah. And the beer social. I don't know if they do the beer wow. social anymore. Wow. I do remember the beer uh, social. Yep. Um, I have good news for you guys. If you go to California Hormones, cahormones.com, and you put, punch in the code SEVON, you'll get a free doctor's consultation. If you are in California, you can get your blood work for free. You can. And if you are uh, out of state, you can get your insurance to get your blood work. Um, the um, bad news is, and it's not bad, but there's been a temporary hiatus on those um, beautiful boxes that they would send out that had the needles fully loaded. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just been a stop on those for some production reason. You, they're, they're still sending out, obviously, the medication, but it just comes in a different form. But they will get back to those boxes. So if you sign up now, be patient. You'll go the old school way, um, I think the way Gary Roberts got it, where it's just in a vial with the needles. And then eventually they'll get back to the boxes. They just had a, a, a production issue. Mm-hmm. So they're just doing some quality control, QC. There you go. QC st- on it. They still have the beer social at the L1. Oh, they do. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Sevon, are you ever going to send me that mouse pad with uh, oh. my name on it? Uh, probably not. And that was actually my fault because last time I was at your house, I was like, oh, I'm taking all these so I could mail them to the right people. And then I forgot them on the couch. But when I when you get back from Newport, I'll come over and I'll grab them and I'll mail them okay. out to everybody. Right. Along with Hunter's gimbal. I got to mail that out today. Hmm? Sorry. Sorry, Hiller. So Hunter was telling the truth. It's an old shoebox now. Yeah, maybe Hunter when Hunter got it, he didn't get the shoebox. Maybe that's how he knows. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Oh, no. I saw Ryan Fisher yesterday. Oh, you did? Yeah. Did you go, like, hang out with him, or was it accidental? Uh, no, I, it, was, it was on purpose. I had called him to t- – uh, one of our mutual uh, friends needed some gym equipment, and I had called him, and I knew he was in the area, and he has um, that gym out here called Chalk. Sexy gym. Very sexy gym. Yeah, it's a cool and, nice gym. Um, where's Lauren Khalil? I don't know. In bed? I don't know. Not my bed, but I mean, someone's bed, her bed. Hustling, queen of hustle. Yeah, she's probably making a video. Uh, and uh, it was cool. I really enjoyed hanging out with him. We hung out for about an hour, hour and a half. And then he said he has an indoor trampoline at his house. And he said, it's, it's really remarkable. It's worth seeing. He said, I could bring my kids over to jump on it. So I might try, I might try to do that today. Oh, that's awesome. Didn't not, he that, not that kind of chalk. C-H-A-L-K. So what were you going to say, Susa? I know I was going to ask if he, he, is he close by? Does he, he dude, he rode his bike over to, I met him at that, at Dory's. Ah, Dory's. Ah, Dory's. Um, I told you about that time I went to Dory's wearing the CEO shirt when I was just, when it was just Hiller and I yeah, out there and I got, yeah. I got up early and walked and walked down there. And then the guy was like, oh, where's our buddy? <laughs> Referring to you, like recognized me from the shirt and then realized that I was with you last time we were there. I'm start. I, I feel almost like a regular there. Like there's guys who sit at the bar in the morning who say hi to me. They get going early down there at that bar. Sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> a guy named, on a Tuesday. <laughs> a guy named Mark. Um, I've chatted with him a bit, and we always fist bump. It's kind of nice. I like cool. community. Yeah. Uh, the 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 thumbnail I made um, that had like Dave Castro reaching his hand to like help 
Justin LaFranco out of the toilet or, or depending on how you look at it, setting him gently into the toilet. Um, <laughs> and oh, I'm waiting to see what's up with the headline so I can continue hustling. How did I know she was listening? It's a great uh, photo of her. That's what I thought. That would be like LinkedIn status if it was just tilted the right way. And then it shows, uh, it, and then the picture continues to show. Um, oh, by the way, someone's, I, I'm assuming it's Will Branstetter. I'm spending all this time on Canva <laughs> making thumbnails and, and that I think are fucking amazing. And then I go back and look, and my thumbnails are down. And it Will, Will is very particular. He's very particular. I tried to do the same thing. That's, that's the problem when you have it all. Oh, really? You make them and Will just, just stomps on them? Yeah, every time. The kid, the youngest guy in the group, the most opinionated. That's the problem when you don't pay anyone. You can't, like, I can't be like, Will, why'd you take my shit down? Oh, there it is. So here you have what's going on at the Morning Chalk Up. And I went over and, like, I went on Google and I, I pulled the Morning Chalk Up logo. And then that was a show Lauren did with Patrick, Tommy, and Brian. And I thought that was funny. And I just put X's through them because they're gone. And then I put the crown over Lauren's head because she, to me, she's the, the king and the queen over there. All, all of it. She's the entire fucking monarchy yep. at the morning chalk up. And, uh, and then I just found a picture of uh, Justin LaFranco shaking. He was sitting down and shaking hands with Dave. And I just thought it would be funny to put that in the toilet bowl. I, you know what? I almost didn't do that because I thought it was mean, but then I was like, you know what? I I had a an advisor tell me, Andrew Hiller, tell me, <laughs> just go with it. Just go with your first idea. Don't be afraid. Don't be a pussy. <laughs> Andrew's like, don't overthink it, just make it. Um, here's 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 what I'm tripping on. And and I and I have not I I actually um was thinking about calling Lauren to ask her what uh, and Brian yesterday what they think is going on because I'm sure that they know. But I see that um, in, in those, I think those are the only two people. I, I guess I could have called Patrick Clark. I don't think I know anyone else who works there. I'm not a fan of the um, guy who's taken over over there. Um, I think he's, I think he's woke. And for those of you who don't know what that means, just go back and watch the last hundred shows we've done. <laughs> Good definition there. <laughs> I'm tripping because Justin's vanished from the scene. First of all, first, first, uh, Brian. First, I think Tommy left. I think that's. The, I think the proper order is Tommy Marquez left. And I th and I thought he was like really. I thought he was the guy over there, like the most senior guy. Like basically, he was their kind of their Tucker Carlson, right? Their Don Lemon. Yeah, let's use Don Lemon. Don Lemon. <laughs> he was their Don Lemon. Okay. <laughs> he was their token Mexican. And uh, then he then he left, and uh, and probably not not even probably. I think it's fair to say that he was the most forward facing person that they had. Meaning everyone knows who he is in the community. I mean, uh, he probably is one of the most senior guys, or one of the guys who's worked on the CrossFit Games more than than anything than anyone. Um, he has the Talking Elite Fitness uh, show. I don't know if I would call it a podcast, but it's definitely a show podcast, like, you know, one-stop shop for things CrossFit, a lot of game stuff. He's with Sean Woodland, who I think it's more than fair to say is the voice of CrossFit. And he left, and 
I, I don't ever remember getting a reason why he left, but he left, right? And there's this saying in the business that people don't leave jobs, they leave people. Very and true. It's, 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 yeah, it, I think it's pretty fair. It's, mm -hmm. it's at least at the 51% line of truth and maybe 99, 99%. Um, and I don't think Tommy got pregnant and left. Um, although, the, although, the woke, although the woke crowd is capable of anything. <laughs> they, they, these things, they transcend all the, they're like uh, sorcerers. They can do whatever they want. So Tommy leaves or is fired or something happens. And I don't, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I heard that his podcast was purchased by another company called Hamilton road. For those of you who don't know Hamilton road, what Hamilton road is Hamilton road is the production company that is contracted to do a lot of events. I believe they just did the legends event. It's owned by a gentleman named Charlie Doobie, who I used to work with. I could do a whole sh I, sh I wonder if Charlie would come on this show. No relation to the Doobie brothers? No, but I, I, truly one of the nicest human beings I've ever met. Like, really, really. I, I always, I, there, not one, I can't try, I, I can't think of one negative interaction I ever had with Charlie or even okay interaction. They were all like positive. He's the kind of person you talk to and you walk away and you feel better. He's a cool dude. He's a good people. And I, he may have even started at CrossFit Inc. as an intern and then ended up just being a powerhouse. I mean, the guy is eminently capable, reliable. Everyone likes him. I've never heard anyone say anything bad about him. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. Everyone loves him. And so um, uh, I heard that uh, – I, I actually heard that – I don't know if this is true, but I heard that Talking Elite Fitness was actually purchased and folded up into that company. So it, maybe it went something like, maybe, listen, maybe, ding-dongs. Maybe. Maybe it went something like, hey, I'm going to hire Tommy and Sean, bring them on as employees, and in that deal, I now own Talking Elite Fitness, something like that. <clears throat> Lauren is always up. Then, then um, the rising star and, and, and arguably one of the biggest needle movers that comes on this podcast um, when he comes on, the, those game shows do fantastic. Uh, Brian Friend came on, uh, or Brian Friend left the morning chalk up. And he had been going, he, 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 was, he, he was pulling off something kind of remarkable because he could go anywhere, right? He was the reporter. He, I mean, he, he was, which was cool. He could go anywhere. He could come on my show. He could come on the morning chalk up. He could come on Talking Elite Fitness. He could go on um, Chase's show and Bill Grunler's show, get with the programming. And, um, and if and, and I and I know Brian and I, I don't think I'm revealing t too much when I say this, but he consciously wanted to um, maintain a status where he was in good graces with everyone because he put his desire to speak about the games and speak about CrossFit ahead of everything, right? So he, if you ever asked Brian, hey, what's going on over here? He'd be like, hey, dude, I'm purposely trying not to know. Like if it was some sort of drama. Mm -hmm. Like I would be like, hey, I heard uh, so-and-so. I, I heard Lauren Khalil's pregnant over at the morning chalk up. He'd be like, I'm purposely trying not to know. <laughs> I, I just made that up. I'd never heard that she was pregnant. Also a rumor. <laughs> yeah, also a rumor. An example, an IE. Or EI, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Example, example. Maybe. And so Brian leaves, and um, 
in in the space of us us being uh, get with the programming, talking elite fitness, the Sevon podcast, the morning chalk up, um, bar bend, barbell spin, um, a- anyone. Uh, Brian was. Uh, it would be an understatement to say he was a superstar and eminently capable. You could just have him on and just just roll with them. So he leaves, which is really weird. Why would you let that guy go? Let, let me let me back up. Let me ba- let me back up a little bit. There was one other thing that the interesting thing that happened in there. I think it was probably after Tommy left, and I had started courting uh, Lauren Khalil to come on to the Sevon podcast. I was trying to figure out. I had her on this show, pretending like I wanted her as a guest, but really I just wanted to meet her and <laughs> see if uh, how we get along. And it was awesome. It was, it was like, it was like uh, with being with Andrew Hiller. I basically just tried to haze her a little bit, see how she hang. And it was like nothing. You know what I mean? It was just like, oh shit, this, this, this chick's cool. She's awesome. And I've been spend time with her. She's great. And I even remember I got the team together. There's like six of us. Um, and I said, hey, what do you guys think about if, if I tr- try to get Lauren to start making, con- not take her from the morning caught chalk up, not by no means, but just have her make content uh, for us somehow figure out a way where it would be beneficial to her to make content on the seven podcast. That was what was going through my mind. And the team said, Hey, we're not sure if she's the right fit. And then we decided that's why she is the right fit after we talked it out because she is so different than us. That it's basically like, it's like, um, Suze's beanie. It doesn't work, but it adds texture to the show. But it adds texture to the show. <laughs> no, I, I'm out of the no, I, I'm I'm out of the courting phase. I'm just in a holding pattern with Lauren. I'm watching from afar. I've gone up to like I'm like a turkey vulture now. I'm just circling now. I'm just circling. <laughs> We're just There's in no, hopes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just you know, circling. She's 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 one of many. I'm hoping will fall dead in the field so I can eat. Like I'm just, I'm just a turkey vulture circling over the field now back at the 30,000 foot view. Lauren's just another, uh, squirrel in the field running around. I'm wondering if uh, she's going to go down so I can get the kid out. <laughs> hey, she was different. The one thing she did have in common was the discipline and hard work aspect of it. No one can deny that. Yes. Oh, thank savage. you. Allison. Yeah. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. Uh, I love that. Be- well, dude, I'm, I don't know if I've ever seen her husband without a beanie, just so you know. Oh, so it's a biased opinion you're saying? Extremely biased. Okay, I'll take it either way. Yeah, yeah, and and and, and obviously that was that was the thing with Lauren. Uh, I never saw her seem. I mean, her her in front of the camera work was amazing, and I never see her. Um, it just seemed flawless, and and I know she's interviewed some people who are really hard to interview, and I watched a bunch of her stuff, shitloads of her stuff, and I basically plagiarized off of her. And I, and I, and then, and then her cadence was insane. I was like, and that's really what I look for. I'm just looking for people who have insane cadence. I, all I want is just work ethic. I just want people who want to be here and grind. I was like, oh, this chick obviously just wants to create CrossFit shit. Yeah. She sure as fuck ain't doing it for the money. Super passionate about it. Yeah. And I was hoping this is getting in too much into the details, but that if she came over here, I could lure her into doing other stuff too outside of CrossFit. So she could interview anyone. You know what I mean? Just obviously she's eminently capable. Okay. So that didn't, that didn't work. And I almost felt that after that courtship process, if, if she was a 10 already, that she went to a 12. 
Like something happened over there. I don't know the details, but all of a sudden her cadence even picked up more and she became even more dedicated. And, and maybe I could be wrong. Maybe it's just because I was watching so closely, but all of a sudden she was in more places than ever. And so some, I, I feel like something happened over there where she was even given more. Resources. More, maybe more resources. I was going to say like more authority. But I, once again, I'm making that up too. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't like, I didn't do a, uh, I didn't write down how many videos she made before I talked to her and after. I'm just, just, just off of her, uh, um, my, my own bias perception. Okay. So where were we? So, so t- Tommy, Tommy gets absorbed into Hamilton Road to Charlie Doobie's amazing company. That's the company that does all the games broadcast. They did the Legends event, I think, this week. They're the ones with all the fancy cameras, beautiful, you know, 4K shots, all the cool shit, right? Uh, uh, they got Sean Woodland and, and just everyone just killing it. I'm doing a podcast. Hold on. Hey, I'm, I'm doing a podcast now. I'm doing a podcast. Oh, okay. I'll call you right when I'm done. Bye. Hunter McIntyre making a guest appearance. Is he it's in not Newport? Tom, it's not, he said he was. He's not Tom Cruise, but I'll take it. Um, so then, uh, so, so then Hunter McIntyre started working for the Morning Chalk Up. No, no, that's not what happened. Where was I? Okay, so Tommy's gone. Courting Lauren, failed courtship. <laughs> it wasn't failed. It wasn't, we could kick off. Well, we, we got a friendship out of it. Yeah, we, we, got, yeah. we, we got a friendship out of it. Yeah. Uh, then. Um, Her and I are besties. Then. <laughs> then. Uh, Br- Brian Friend, this. Uh, I'm just going to say it. He, he's, he's the most prized piece on. He's the, he's the queen on the chessboard. There's lots of good pieces. I don't, it sucks that other, everyone else has to be tossed into the fucking – when you compare things, you know? Like when, 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 when you let um, – when you compare things, obviously some things rise to the top, and it, it, it implies that some things are worse, but I guess that's just the way it is. We're big boys and girls here. He was the queen on the chessboard. He was, he was a great – he's a great asset to any show, any, anything in the CrossFit space. By the way, which on another term, you should wonder, anyone who's not courting Brian, you have to know it's for ego reasons. You have to fucking know that. He's cheap, he's easy, and he's available, and he's the best. And so if you're not using Brian, it's for ego reasons. Come 100%. It's fucking asinine. Insane. And he is a talent. He's quirky as a motherfucker. I'll tell you that. He is quirky. But all the talent, all the good talent is. If he's quirky, then I'm quirky too. They're all, they're all, um, quirky. And or you could get talent that's stuck in equity, and just uh, like uh, Caleb, they have just no choice. They're stuck. <laughs> that's all you get. <laughs> okay, so so Brian leaves and goes to this um, this this rag called Barben that's actually quite huge. Um, very very big. Oh, nice shirt. And Barbend is, if you go to their account, you can see they're huge. And you might be like, how come I've never heard of them? And it's because they just haven't, I guess they, that's not their thing, CrossFit. Their primary thing is like bodybuilding and powerlifting and, and other stuff in the fitness space or in the strength space. And so obviously they 
someone over there was fucking smart and grabbed Brian. So now you have their most forward-facing guy, Tommy, gone. You have Lauren doubling down on shit, and then you have Brian Friend leave and go to what obviously is going to be a competitor. Barbend is not obviously not going to fuck around, and their goal is just to put everyone else um, not out of business, but make everyone else irrelevant. When you grab Brian, that's basically what you're trying to do. And probably Barbend doesn't have this pseudo, my opinion, insincere responsibility to the community. They can just pick the big stories. They don't have to be like, oh my God, look over here at CrossFit La La La, uh, 65-year-old Sally got her first pull-up the way Morning Chalk Up does. Like they kind of, I feel like that they kind of think that they have to do that stuff. CrossFit La La La. Then... <clears throat> Uh, so that basically left, um, uh, Patrick Clark over there as the next big name. And Patrick wasn't a big name over there, but clearly rising more and more and more. And by big name, ironically, you get, if you want to have a big name at morning chalk up, in my opinion, you have to go on Lauren's podcast. It's like, if you want to be, uh, 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 a reporter that gets a lot of attention, field reporter, you have to go on Don Lemon's show or you have to go on Tucker Carlson's show. If you want to be a big, if you want to be a big, and so if you want to start getting out there and build and, and become a person in the CrossFit space via Morning Chalk Up, you got to go through Lauren Khalil's show. And I think she has a couple shows. The, the only one that stands out to me is the one called Bottom Line, but I think she has a bunch of different shows. Mm -hmm. But that one's branded as like the bottom line. So this guy, Patrick Clark, who is already coming up, coming up on more and more and more shows. He, I don't know how long he'd been over there. He may have been over there for all I know, 10 fucking years. But all of a sudden, he starts becoming more forward-facing. And, um, and, and then that guy leaves. That guy goes to Barbend where Brian went which makes me even more convinced that Barbend, and I don't know who else has gone to Barbend, but that makes me even think, oh shit, Barbend's trying to make a move. Patrick Clark's a good dude. I know a lot of people like him. I know I like him. He, I put him in the top three of best contributors in the comment section for sure, at all times, always. Like, it's like, by that, I mean, just adds value to the show, makes my job easier. I fuck top one, top best one. I give him one. I can't even think. I said top three because I was trying to give wiggle room, but I can't even think of who the other two are. I mean, don't get me wrong. A lot of you guys right. make great comments in the comment section, but his kind of just like make my job easier, especially when we're doing game shit. How about when he was in the stairwell at the Khalil Burge and he's just telling us shit. That was dope. Now, so, okay, so it's just a shakeup. Um, Barben maybe had more money, blah, 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 blah. Maybe that's just move, things change. But this is the part why, this is what pushed me over the top. This is why I'm wondering what the fuck is going on at the morning chalk up. You ready for this? I haven't even told you guys yet. Oh, awesome. Caleb looks interested. Like he may have perked up from like a three to a four in his attention. First. <laughs> <laughs> Burj Khalifa. Burj, Burj Khalifa. I thought you were just calling it like the Khalil or something there. You're just renamed the building after. I noticed that Justin LaFranco was on a pretty – He's. He, I went back and looked at – I typed his name into the morning chalk up, and I looked at how often he was publishing himself, you know, editorials, doing articles, just whatever he does over there. 
And all of a sudden, it's come to a stop. And it's come to a stop. And this guy, Patrick, who's the new guy over there, his star has risen. His cadence has risen. So basically, LaFranco's gone. Go on the morning chalk up and just go over there and look and be like, dude, when's the last time that dude published? That dude's gone. Did he just arm and hammer us? Yeah, he's, <laughs> he, he's just left the building. He's gone. I don't think – I think he owns it. I don't even know that for – I've always just made the assumption he owns it. Maybe he sold it. I don't know what the fuck's going on over there. But it looks like Lauren Khalil owns the fucking place. And if she doesn't, she should. <clears throat> and that there's some other guy over there named Patrick, the woke guy who came from Outside Magazine. Just ridiculous. And anything you read from that guy, you have to know that anyone in the know of what's going on at CrossFit is like, what the fuck is this guy even talking about? I think he wrote an article – I think he wrote it where he said that CrossFit should basically um, genericize itself. Basically get rid of the, like let the trademark go. I think he said that. Oh, I hope not. That's a terrible idea. That would be a horrible idea. That would be the end of everything. Yeah. No, Savon, the community is really strong. It's not about one person or CrossFit. It would not be. <laughs> When's the last time is that when's the last uh when's the last time uh Justin published something? I thought I saw it was in November. Maybe. I just typed in his name and this is what came up. Oh. This was Lauren. <clears throat> click Justin's name. See if you can find an article Justin's in and click his name. It'll go to like everything he's ever done. All right, just And then and then and then we can see. God, I hope he didn't commit suicide. That would suck. No, I think they're talking about somebody else. Oh. So the question is, how bad is it over there? What the fuck is going on over there? Are they falling apart? Someone sent me a link this morning that showed uh, was, was showing me that the number of comments on their Instagram account are just completely dwindling too. Maybe they've been shadow banned like me. Uh, it will be very interesting to see what happens. I think I do smell something. And hence the uh, hence the toilet bowl in the incredible thumbnail that I made, Will Brandstetter. I love that term, circling the bowl. Okay, November 12th. Yeah, that is a uh, – and what's today? December, December 14th. 14th. Okay, yeah. So something's up. Something's up. Send me a DM, someone. Someone tell me what the fuck's going someone. on. <laughs> Something's up. And uh, and bar bend and, and and barbell spin are uh, skyrocketing. Hiller's skyrocketing. Um, something is. Uh... Oh, Justin, was it? Just okay, so that's even that's even interesting too. So if he's at that event and he's not publishing content, something's up. Yeah, I'm going home. I'm going home to, uh, tomorrow. I leave tomorrow morning. I'm packing. Seven, are you ever going home? Yes. And I need to shave. I'm just like I'm just I'm just I, I need to I need to quaff or whatever that's called. I need to do some tend to myself. Uh, Bailey Walker, because their content isn't good anymore. One in st 10 stories. I'm slightly interested in, and I'm one of the biggest CrossFit fans. 
Yeah, something's going on. Sevan's getting savvy with the Canva. I had a good teacher, Andrew Hiller. Uh, soccer mom, I dropped my subscription in Morning Chocolate, but I don't even look at their articles anymore. You need to queef? I probably. Quaff, queef, same, same. We dropped below 20,000. It's 19.9. Yeah, we have like 19.998. I just looked at it. Made me angry. Damn it. Fucking YouTube. No, well, I um, well, I think that we put on a lot of people during the events we cover, and then people hear the live call-in show, and they're like, fuck this dude. <laughs> Talk about cock and balls for two and a half hours. <laughs> God damn it. It's all those bots. So, basically, that's where we're at. I'll keep you posted. When I do shows like this, it's always a little bit of a fishing expedition. I think people will send me some DMs. We'll figure out what's going on over there. I don't think it's good if anyone goes away. I don't wish ill on them. I think it's good that everyone, I think the more fish we have swimming around in the bowl, the better it is. Well, there's only th- three people that I think that are publicly like facing from that team that I know of that are still there, which is obviously Lauren we talked about. Presley, who does a lot of the writing stuff, and then Katie Gannon, who I think does her does a Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, and outside of those three, oh, and then uh, uh, really and sure. then Emily Beers does all the pieces. That's like, um, hey, where what, you know she does the articles. Like, hey, what should you do with your tampon at a CrossFit box? Or you know what I mean? Or, <laughs> or is it is, is it okay to be six hundred pounds? Are you still hot when you're six hundred pounds? Yes, you are. I think she likes to do all, you know. She does those kind of pieces. Emily Beers does smear jobs. Yeah, th- that too. There was a. Nah. Okay. Emily smears. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Uh, maybe they will hire Sporty Beth. She would be an incredible fit over there. Sporty Beth would be an incredible fit over there. Lauren, get her. She'd be an incredible fit over there. I'm telling you. I'm not even joking. You know I'm not joking, right? Absolutely. She would add incredible value. Hey, dude, and she, and she makes content. She she makes, yeah, and she's got some talent. Also, can I say one thing? I was looking over at, uh, some of our analytics, and half you fuckers that are listening to this right now aren't even subscribed to this show. And I've never said it before, but subscribe to the damn show. I could see the analytics and like 50% of the people that watch are subscribed. So that means we could double our audience. If you guys just ponied up, it takes one fucking second. It costs you nothing. Do it for me. You don't even have and to get hit, notifications. And hit that bell that makes it so you get your notifications. Why would oh. you subscribe to a channel where you haven't hit the bell? Like I do that to every uh, channel. Like, I'm not, really? A lot of notifications. Oh, also, it is. I don't want this to go unnoticed that Caleb just made up a line here that I just love. Where anytime someone disappears, we're just going to say they got arm and hammered from now. On. <laughs> uh, why? He just remember quit, he was he was like he was doing pretty well in the space. It seemed like everything was growing, and then he just disappeared. Like literally, well, he had a kid like, and then just stopped. Yeah, I think he there. had. I think he had a kid, and I think he was fed up with the politics in the space. This is what I, I think. I think he had a kid. He was fed up with the politics in the space. Um, but he, he, I would say he 
was um, the last closest thing that the the space had to a Brian Friend. He did. He had some really good content. I like. Yeah, he stuff. knew his. He knew his shit. That's for him sure. and Barbell Shrugged were probably my two favorite. That's the like one where the dudes all stood around on microphones. Like they would go to yeah. Rich's house and they all stood, set up the microphone standing. Mm-hmm. Barbell Shrug was great. I used to listen to that awesome. podcast religiously when, like, way back in the day, I'd be cleaning the floors of the gym. Always throw that thing in. Good shit. So, um, me off and we'll get more subscribers. Done. I'll do anything. <laughs> so, yes. And, and, I, and I apologize for any, any of the, uh, the, 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 um, um, media that I left out in the space, Clydesdale Media. I apologize. Who else did I leave out? Barbell mm. Spin. There's Jason CF Media. There's Clydesdale Media. There's the Coffee Wads and Pods podcast with uh, Pedro over in the UK. <laughs> there's uh, there's um, there's uh, Craig Ritchie. There's uh, Nate Edwardson. There's uh, the Buttery Bros. All these people. All these people um, just on a regular basis harvesting, uh, oh, the evening wipe down. <laughs> great. It's great. Oh, it's good stuff. Just a constant flow of, um, of content coming out of the space. Okay. All right. That's, so those are my thoughts. Something's going on over there. Justin's gone MIA. Lauren's taken over. Taken over. Maybe, maybe there's just an anti-male campaign. What is going on over there? They're just getting rid of all the cock. I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, one thing I'll note about uh, all the people that we've kind of like chatted about. Hey, that's all I talk about. Y'all know I plagiarize like a motherfucker. We don't need to mention Nate. He literally just talks about morning chocolate. I I plagiarize like a motherfucker. (laughs) Please give credit. I've spent some, I've been lucky enough to spend some time with the people that we've like just talked about that are on morning chocolate, and all of them are super fucking great people. And I've been really cool and like nice to me, like in the space when I show up at these events, because a lot of them have been in the space for a long time. And, um, Obviously, I'm like in the media. I'm the new guy in the space with my iPhone there, and everybody's just been really cool. So thank you guys for that. So meaning, accepting. Meaning, uh, Presley, Katie, and Lauren. Lauren, yeah, Patrick Clark, like just everybody. Been that really is cool. what's that is that is uh, good to hear because sometimes when media goes to events, they can be assholes to each other. Yeah, the media space has a lot of assholes in it. A lot of assholes in it. There's some of them too. They'll remain nameless, but uh, <clears throat> I would say majority of them have been really cool with me. Uh, anti-male are you suggesting they're males there's males at morning chocolate assuming they're sex shame on you Savon. there I, I agree I like that I not, story I have not seen Tommy uh, or Brian or Patrick Clark's uh, penises so I did make that assumption I should put an asterisk at the bottom of the show <laughs> <clears throat> yeah I, I, I enjoyed um, uh, Heber Marston's content uh, when, whenever I watch it um, the, and the tamer they are, the more I enjoy that. Also, I heard Hiller's going to do a natty or not on Heber. Is it serious? Yeah, did you hear about that? No, that would be awesome. Yeah, I, I guarantee you. Some, I got some good. He's got some good photos, and I think the growth there's a little extreme. What? No, I know. I just made all that up right now off the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it would be good. He looks the same as he's looked in the past like five years. But here's the thing: when he started working, he he put in the work. When he first started working at CrossFit, he was a wet rag. If you go look at some of the ones he he had short hair, like back when he first started at CrossFit HQ, and he's just kind of a camera guy in the background. 
yeah, he's really and not <laughs> Andrew's commenting. <laughs> but yeah, he looks, he, he looks um, great. He's he was jacked. the kind of guy, literally, he would he would uh, show up to work, work out, then be working all day, then work out again, and then and and then work work till fucking the last person in the building. All those fucking guys were animals. Tommy Heber. Marsden, all the, the all those guys would just fucking get at it. Mariah Moore, like you, you, those guys. That was a cool place to work, man. I know. I, I was. Uh, I wanted to be close to HQ so bad. I mean, I literally just showed up at DDCs until people were like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" God, yeah, it was like the mecca. Like people would come. You would come out this way, and if you were a CrossFit and you're anywhere in the Santa Cruz area, it was like, "Oh, you got to go drive by the original gym. You got to go drive by HQ. See if there's people working out. Like, stop and be like, oh, there's Sevon filming somebody doing something.'" And yeah, I like, would always be filming, not working out. So cool. How about this? Uh, Heber endorses a coffee company, and he doesn't drink coffee. Well, that brings up a good point. Paper Street Coffee. Do not write the word "street." Paper St Coffee. Use Sevon code. Get ten percent off. I don't, I don't know. Really no, no, no. It'll never, it'll never, ever, ever even be remotely close to that again. No, no, unfortunately not. No, someone, the only way that would happen is if one person bought the company and owned it again and, and, uh, and made it kind of their hobby, but, but there's no, no fucking, Oh, it's still 15% off. Holy shit. Okay. Use the code seven and get 15% off at paper street coffee. P a P E R S T coffee i don't even think you put that dot in there what's what's up with his logo i i can't it's got the miami vice like yeah it's a miami vice like um my mom bought a bunch of coffee from the wrong paper street like a year ago (laughs) she was like look at all the coffee i got i I bought it to support you guys and i was like that's really nice mom and then i went looked and i was like that's not it (laughs) she was all pissed off Not as pissed off as Trying to get that tax free payday. Corey, hi. Just a reminder, Ken. Do you wanna you wanna lose some listeners and talk about cock and balls? Or no, yes. we need those subscribers. Um, yes, cock and balls. Okay, okay. Let's there do a natty or not on some unsuspecting victim. That's how we get subscribers. <laughs> natty or not on Or Where do you want my or do you want door number two? I'm curious how you hire people for your team. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, it's crazy. I, so, so yesterday I was on this long ass walk with my wife and my kids. And yeah. I, I think my wife said, um, how, or someone asked me, maybe someone asked me, they said, Hey, how did you meet Caleb? I said, I have no fucking idea. <laughs> I, <asked him. laughs> I think I asked him to buy his motorcycle and then. Oh, really? That's didn't. what it was. Yeah. I asked about your motorcycle when you, it was the electric one that you had uh, yeah. <laughs> a long time. It was like years ago. Yeah. And then I like, as, because you were taking offers on it, I think I ended up in your like primary DM box or something. Yeah. And then whenever you were like, ma- you were started doing more podcasts. I was like, Hey, like you need somebody to fucking make your shit. And then you were like, yeah, I do. I was like, I'll figure it out and send it to you. And then you sent me your email address and then I just kept making videos for you. And that so you're like great. a stray cat. Basically. Yeah, your yeah. your stray cat fed you a little exactly. bit and I can't get yeah. rid of you. When yeah, did you start exactly. working the back end of the show? When did you do that? Um, probably Was a that- couple of months after that. It was like around uh, like Halloween time, I think. Yeah, I mean, that's how desperate we are. 
We got Caleb. <laughs> and then, then one of the one of the only reasons why I might believe in God is because then Caleb was deployed and forced to stay in that room all day. <laughs> so now we exactly. have him. that buys us a bought us fucking six months of runway to try to figure out how we're gonna make money. <laughs> Would people describe you as hard to work with? Caleb or me? You. I don't know. No, not at all. If you bring up any idea, you, he's willing to discuss it, and then it you just agree or disagree, and then we move on. Like it's not like if it's a good idea, then it's like, and you can say it's a good idea, and he'll agree with you. Then I'll say like, yeah, let's fucking do it then. It's like we don't have enough question. money for me to be an asshole yet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can because the hardest people to work with are the ones that aren't straight and like honest with you. Because then you, it like the communication and shit gets weird. And so the best people that I like to work with, and Savon qualifies underneath this for sure, is the fact of just like, if you're like, hey, I'm gonna do this or that, he's like, ah, you know, I don't know if I agree with that. And then we have a discussion about it. Otherwise, just kind of like being nice or kind of telling what you want to hear, and then doing something different and shit like that. That's when people get tough to work with. Everybody's just straight up and are and is comfortable with just honest feedback, and and it's done respectfully as it is with the team here. Then it's good. It's easy. Everybody knows where their place is and, and how to continue to move forward. I've said it before, Corey. I'll say this real quick. The weird thing is, is that I couldn't pay people enough to do what people do on the shows, specifically Matt and Caleb and Will. That's that's the irony of it. So like if I were to put out, if I were to try to hire people for these jobs, I could I, I couldn't get these people. It's so it's it's so weird. Does that make sense to you? Do you see what happened here? Like I somehow have stumbled across other people who are willing to contribute on the level that I'm willing to contribute. And I found yeah. and these three guys jumped on. There's a couple other people who contribute too. They don't have they're and they're great contributors, but these three are like, I can just bug them. I mean, to tell you the truth, even as like an advisor or consultant, I can bug Hiller 24 hours a day too. I've just somehow fallen into this group yeah. of people that um I mean, even if I paid, let's say I paid these guys $250,000 a year, which, which I, I, I hope to do, but how would I, because I, now I know they're tried and true, but there was no other better way to find these people than the way we did it. It's, it, it is really That's crazy. It, yeah. it, 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 to, and I'm not, I'm not um, trying to give Lauren a handy, but that's what you see that's happening over there with Lauren Khalil over at the Morning Chalk Up. Somehow they found someone and, and that is just a fucking powerhouse. It doesn't give a fuck. It just has their head down. And, and it's, it's like someone who has a lawnmower and they just start mowing all the, the, the lawns in the neighborhood. They don't care. Well, I don't, yeah, I don't know if you can't tell, but I'm attempting to slut myself out to you. I, um, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. But that, that's how it happens. But I, I'm curious. The only reason I asked that question is trying to stay on topic is as you build out the team and as you're comparing yourself to some of these rags, do you look for diamonds in the rough or do you look for people who have already made a name um, for themselves? I, I, I don't I even, think, I'm willing to invest in anyone. It's, it's like the same thing with Travis from vindicate. I he just came out and was like, Hey, let me get a shot at the t-shirts. And at first I was loyal to the other company. And then Matt's like, no, we got to try this dude. Same with Gabe, same with California hormones. It, it, all the, the people in that tight ecosystem, um, I, 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 I didn't, I, I can't look because I'm too busy doing my job. 
Does that even make, does that make sense a little bit? Yeah. People have to kind 100%. of force their way in and just be here. I didn't, I didn't ever ask Caleb, Hey, can you be here every morning? I mean, I have, I have, you know, now I ask him when we get off the show, when the show's over, it'll usually just be Caleb and I aren't here. And I'll be like, Hey, what are you doing tomorrow? And, and we, we shoot the shit for a few minutes, but, um, he, he just starts showing up every morning, kind of like how you've called in the last five mornings in a row. All of a sudden there's just, someone's just around a lot. And then all of a sudden you're like, you give him a password to your Instagram account and you know, you, it just, it just grow. It just grew like that. Never anything formal that I, I can't think of anything formal. All the formal shit we've tried has failed across the board. hundred percent. Meaning I kind all of the formal sponsors, all the, all our formal shit has uh, failed. I, I'm not a big believer in faith. Um, but I'm a, I'm a big believer in giving myself up to something that's bigger than myself. And I've always done that to, um, unfortunately, like corporations or relationships or to people or to other people who have a bigger vision or mission than myself. And so um, that's something that's attracted me here to this podcast. I, I feel and I think the community in the chat would agree that you're on to something incredible. And so that's what I've gravitated and latched on to is I'm, I'm giving myself over to something bigger than myself. And so it's almost like I have faith in this podcast and that's, that's what I'm attracted to. So, Heidi, to that Heidi wrote, thanks for calling by. Um, yeah. I'll let, no, sorry, no, no, I'll, I'll no, let no, 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 no. Chill for a second, Corey. Uh, <laughs> Travis from Vindicate wrote the epitome of the show is bringing solutions to the table. Don't bring up a problem or idea with no input on how to handle it. Yeah. And that's the thing. There are a core group of people who send me clips and I've never formally said to them, thank you, but they must know because they watch the show that they drive the show because those are the clips that I show. So it's like that. Or it's like yesterday you sent me a Google doc you know I have this issue with my notes, and so you you took you know I have this kind of problem, and so you sent me a Google Doc that I could start up that Caleb and Sousa would all be on, and so I could just have my notes there, and everyone could see my notes live. Like, yeah, that's just basically how the whole show has been going. All right, I'll keep trying. I'll call in next time. <laughs> Thank you. Have an awesome day, Corey. You're Thanks, the man, Corey. brother. Thanks, Corey. Hey, you did give me an idea though. What if we were like one of these live calls? We're gonna just do interviews. So if anybody wants to like join the team or work on part of the show, they call in and we just interview them live. We just come up with funny interview questions and see how they respond to it. That's a fucking horrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> how would you respond to that question if you were on the team? <laughs> right, right, right. How would you it's respond to that to feedback? To mm, yeah, I'm out of here. <laughs> Caleb, you get to stay. Uh, Jay Mackey, it's been awesome watching the evolution of the show and Ann Hillers, you guys are crushing it, thank you thanks, we're trying okay, uh, 317 for all of you who don't get it, here it is if you see it any other way, then color is just a correlation not a cause or effect what, what did I just say? watch mm -hmm. this, this is the part if you can walk around knowing this and you stop calling black people black people and putting them all into one bucket is at this source the fucked up thing. Color means nothing. We have conflated black culture with black people. We have conflated those. Those are not one and the same. I know a thousand white people who fucking live black culture. But you, but but that has nothing to do with the color of your skin. Here it is, this guy, Bill Nye. I don't know who sent me this, but thank you. Bill Nye breaks down the science of skin color and shows why racism is ridiculous. 
I don't even think that that's what he wasn't trying to show why racism is ridiculous. But if you see this and don't get it, fuck, you're fucked. You're, you're a fucking snail at that point. By snail, I mean you have snail consciousness. You only see the ground. All right, here we go. Action. Bail not a this science. is a map of the continents of the Earth showing how much ultraviolet light lands in each latitude. It turns out the closer you are to the equator, the more intense the ultraviolet. These reds and purples. But then as you move away from the equator, we change the colors to orange, yellow, greens, and grays. Now here's the same map of the same continents with just one color. And it turns out that everybody on Earth is descended from people that live here in Africa. And then as groups of us moving around the world, the color of our skin had to change. And here's why. Our skin is where we make vitamin D. If you don't get enough ultraviolet, you don't get enough vitamin D. But if you get too much ultraviolet, then you break down your folates. You have to have it in perfect balance. And because the ultraviolet varies, the color of our skin varies. And that's it, everybody. That's why we have different colored skin. But we're all one species. But we're not treating each other fairly. Not everybody's getting an even shake. So it's time to change things. This is a map of... So do you get it? So when San Francisco has universal basic income based on the color of your skin, they're doing it... it, it really what they're saying, if you, if you, if you care about the truth... They're giving money to people who would better be suited to live at the equator. That's it. That's all they're doing. It's fucking idiot world. There we go. We just solved it. It's fucking idiot world we live in. You want to pay reparations to people. Oh, I I just... We've been following and, and the it's Twitter okay stuff. to mess up. Just catch yourself and walk it back. I mess up all the time. I mess up. All, I just, just catch yourself and try to walk it back. Jiggy Josh, I think there's a little more to it than that. You got like a? Is that a pen you got there? Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm just tapping. I'm yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I think I know what you're saying, Jiggy, and, I, and there is a little more to it than that. But until we get to that, the problem doesn't go away. Because all the other problems are, are – until we get to that, until everyone's like at least can establish – like you don't have to live that. You can do – I do stuff every day that I know is wrong. W-R-O-N-G, wrong. I do stuff every day that I know is wrong. But until we get to the part that at least we know that – we we don't get we 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 don't get um yes if you move to the equator you won't be racist you understood it perfectly eric thank you <laughs> oh my gosh i was raised in the oh 316 i was raised in a community like this this is how i was raised this isn't to dig at my mom yeah, like, hey, like, let's first, let's first, like, I, 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 under, I understand that this country was built on the backbone of slaves who were brought over from, from Africa. I understand that this company was built on the backbone of uh, Chinese people who were, uh, had to, were treated like shit here and forced to build railroads and shit. I fully get that. We can, we can talk about that. Maybe, maybe there's a better way to talk about it. Maybe we shouldn't call them black people. Maybe we should call them like Sudanese or, or, or talk about exactly where they're from on the continent. 
but there's just this conflation of people's colors of skin with everything else. It's at the root of fucking racism. That conflation, that people, it's imaginary world, it's gender world. Uh, Dear Santa, I'm vaccinated, so I don't need presents. I wish for equality and for Elon Musk to stop destroying the world. Thank you. It's so sad when you see kids like this is just pumped. This is just indoctrination. This is exactly how I was brought up. I was just indoctrinated by my school, my community. This is a little kid writing this. Is it though? Well, she says our son Jasper wrote this uh, letter to Santa yesterday and it filled us with hope. I mean, it's all it's, the kids just repeating what they were indoctrinated with. Yeah. This is this is how this is this is why this is like you saw the clip I showed you yesterday where the the little kids talking about um, uh, skin color and the other white kid asked the other kid, "Am I black?" and he goes, "Am I white?" and the kid goes, "Yeah," and he goes, Shoo. "Oh yeah." The yeah. three year old kid is happy that he's white, but he didn't know he was white. I don't get how people think Elon's like destroying the oh, world. This is also fake. You think that's just fake? Either way, hey, it doesn't, to, to be honest with you, it doesn't even matter if this is fake. There's kids like this, shitloads of them. I was like this. I was, indoctr- I was indoctrinated to say stupid shit like this. Well, going off your theory of where all this mirrors, even if this one was fake, now there's 10 real ones. <laughs> right. 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 Because then everybody's like, oh, yeah, I want to be like Jasper. I, I want to teach my kid. Yeah, there's parents out there who are like, oh, I want my kid to write that letter now. Yeah. Don't indoctrinate your kids. Yeah, yeah. Try not to. Okay, 315. Uh, so I want to tell you this before we start seeing this. Um, stop eating anything. Oh, I'll tell it afterwards. I'll say it afterwards. Here we go. I have, I have the solution to this. That. Oh, wow. Look at Travis is saying, wow, hold on. Uh, we'll, uh, you can leave that up. This will be really quick. Um, Travis is saying that's a fucking font on a computer that is sh- a screenshot. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Says the graphics guy who has attention to detail like that. Yeah. Okay. L- l- this is a, uh, go ahead. Let's go. 47% of African Americans right now have been diagnosed with some level of heart disease. 17% uh, struggle with mental illness. So for, for our culture, we are in double digits in pretty much all of the negative right. health conditions that we have. The largest percentage of uninsured Americans are African-American. So what are the reasons? Multiple reasons. One, there's a lot of stigma within the African-American community against mental health. And there's also a well-earned distrust of the medical community from African-Americans. Right. When you're talking about the Tuskegee study, Okay. Okay. So here we go. There's two things here. There, there's two things that are that are being done here. The two biggest things. The the the. I don't know if you call it a psyop or what. But she's basically saying she's enforcing the fact that somehow having insurance would be the solution by saying, and they're the lowest uh, African Americans are the lowest uh, insured. So she's she's make she's pushed. That's the agenda. That's what the human brain hears that you need insurance in order to get healthy, in order to cure yourself of your mental illness and your chronic disease. And then the second. But, but we all know the solution. Stop eating anything with added sugar and exercise daily. Problem solved. Done. Gone. That's gone. Everything she said is just gone. She never mentioned that once. Obama didn't say it. Trump didn't say it. Biden didn't say it. Stop eating added sugar and exercise daily. Problem gone. 
I've just given you the solution. And guess what? You don't need help. You can do it yourself. Oh, but I need help. Okay, great. Fine. I have a place you can go. It's in every state. It's on every continent. It's called the CrossFit fucking affiliate. You will go there. They'll tell you what to eat, how to exercise, and they'll surround you with a group of people who will support you through it. There. I just gave you the solution. Yep. Would you rather be 100 pounds overweight and have the best medical insurance in the world or be uh, 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 have uh, uh, access to a CrossFit gym and the people in the CrossFit gym? I know, I, I, I know we can have both. I know you can have both. I know you can go to a CrossFit gym and then also get good insurance. Hey, you know it would be cool for those insurance companies, but they won't do it because really what we're talking about here is personal responsibility. Like that's what it all boils down to. And if we all took personal responsibility for our situations and we're really attacked, you know, what we eat, what we consume, what we hear, what we watch, and then what we do, how we move, what we exercise, if we all had personal responsibility, you'd have a bunch of independent people that only had to rely on themselves and their communities to make massive change. Not so good when it comes to the government. Yeah, exactly. They don't like that. They need dependence. And so that's why I think that when that lady was bringing up all these things that could be, and I'm not going to say solved, but by definition, you could have some sort of cure to, or at least mitigate significantly by managing your diet, not consuming sugar or processed carbohydrates, and working out with a group of people, having a community and moving, that you wouldn't need anything else really. So you that's would, why if you the stuff you would need would be reduced drastically, drastically the services you need. Yeah. And so that's why if, if you just plug that little piece in about insurance, again, it's not on you, but it's on what you're missing from the outside. It's what that you need to be dependent on that, that currently isn't within those communities. And so I think when we're listening to those things, we have to really be cautious of saying, is this person promoting personal responsibility at the highest level that they can, or are they promoting something that's going to uh, allow more dependence onto that entity, whether that be insurance, whether that right, be right. And that's what she's pushing. That's what and she's if, pushing. Pretending like she gives a fuck. She doesn't even know what she's pushing. No, exactly. But she's pushing dependence. And so anytime <clears> you guys are looking at something, and this is something that I've started to do, I just started breaking it into two buckets. And now this is oversimplifying a lot of issues. But if you just look at it, is this advocating for personal responsibility or is this advocating for dependence? And once you could start bucketing those two, one, advocating personal responsibility is an added value to you and those around you. Because once you take personal responsibility, you get, that starts to show, right? It's a mirror. So everybody else around you starts to see what you're doing. They get motivated by that personal responsibility and they think, hey, I'm capable of that too. But if you're preaching dependence, what that actually is doing is only adding value to whatever you're leaning on for that dependence, whether that be an institution or whether that be a government or whether that be some sort of victimization because the problem's out there and I'm dependent on that problem to stay the victim. Because that's if I'm what, no longer that's what on that keeps problem, that lady's job too. A hundred percent. So that's why that that system or that archetype is is set up. And so if you're if you're dependent. You don't have the personal responsibility. If you don't have the personal responsibility, you have to be dependent. So as you guys read stuff and look at things today, use it as a little challenge. I've been doing it too. Is it go personal responsibility or is it more towards dependence? Along that same line, uh, let's go back 30 years. And if I were to, if I were to tell you this, I were to be like, hey, um, there's this place you can go. They're CrossFit affiliates and you will be at the 99 yard line of all, all your health needs. 
You'll be fit. You, you'll be around great people who will support you. Smart people, including doctors, lawyers, plumbers, teachers, um, uh, artists, and they'll all be um, helping you learn how to eat right and move right. And they'll be on the same journey as you. And yep. then you could say, well, I can't afford it. So then I'm like, okay, don't worry. Don't worry. It's not a problem. I'm going to invent this thing called the internet and I'm going to give everything away to you for free. And now you can have it on your fucking phone right here with you at all times. Yeah. No shit. Problem solved again. It's just, we just become, we just, the people who blame just keep pushing the blame further and further down Mm -hmm. instead of accepting just the millions of solutions that are around us. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Sevon, Michelle Obama um, did start a program with school lunches healthier. Uh, Michelle Obama did start a program to make school lunches healthier by certain vegetables. There's this thing with that, though. I used to kind of uh, have a lot of knowledge about that. Maybe I'll rattle my brain. Look it up. She ended up partnering with Coke, I think. It was either Coke or Pepsi. Yeah. And that pro- that program got really fucking squirrely and ended up hurting kids. And wasn't it the move 30 or something like yes. that? Because they were trying to say it's not caloric. It's not the value of the caloric intake. It's just you just need to move because movement is medicine, yes. which is wrong. Food. It, it, is it ended up I, – I, I, I was pretty excited about that program at first too, and then she got involved with uh, Soda Pop with it, and the whole thing got so fucked up. Also, uh, I, I went to the Clinton Library in Arkansas once. That entire That's the Coca-Cola Library. Mm-hmm. That entire thing's been paid for by Coca-Cola. They own, they own, they own those people. <laughs> uh, dude, uh, Sevon, I tell people all the time about what the solution is, and I hear nothing but crickets. I know it's okay. We got it. We got. Yeah, we do have a caller. We got to just keep saying it. We got to just keep saying it. I'm gonna make a bunch. I got a uh, while I've been over here in Newport. I got this idea for like a dozen more uh, affiliate commercials um, of stuff I want to make and. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I just think that hopefully I can give some tools. I, I think the goal was, I think Will Branstetter came with the idea. Someone came with the idea. We're going to put up a website where people can download these affiliate commercials because we got so many requests for the affiliate commercials that people wanted to use. And I'm just going to make all these little commercials, simple commercials um, that, that affiliates can use that, that hopefully will inspire people. Basically as CrossFitters, we have to, we have to kind of make it our obligation, like set a small goal to bring one friend to the affiliate, you know, every year, you know, start small, something like that. You just have to, you have to tell at least one person with type two diabetes, like, Hey, I can, I can bring you into the gym, go to your gym owner and be like, Hey, can I bring a friend in free for a week who has type two diabetes? We need, we need to start, start thinking, um, just not, not because, we have to, but because it's fun. Well, that's, you, you'll be so ecstatic if you were to grab someone in your family who had type 2 diabetes and then and then bring them to the gym. Go to your gym owner and be like, hey, I want to bring my aunt in free for a week. I don't give a fuck. Ask for a month. And then the gym owner will be like, okay. And then you bring them in and, and see if you can do that. And make sure you let them beat you in all the workouts. <clears throat> Wait, is there still a collar on? Oh, yeah. Caller. Hi. Sorry. Jeez, thanks for hanging in there, caller. Brand, Brandon, hi. <laughs> all good. All good. I, uh, I, for a little bit, I forgot exactly what I called about. I was <laughs> okay, I forgot, saying, a little bit, I forgot we're, what the We're all about. good. Uh, I think it uh, was in regard to bringing back to the personal responsibility bit that Susan was mentioning earlier. Um, I think it's really interesting. Um, people in power... You know, we have all these, these leaders that are preaching the wrong message in so many ways. 
And, um, but yeah, when you, when you tell someone what to do and it comes back to them, it's, it's such a, uh, a re- rejecting response. Right. And I think it, I don't know. What do you, what do you guys think of the best tactic? Um, is it about just continually, you know, um, if you're in a position of leadership, just shoving it down the people's throats, of, you know, uh, no sugar or refined carbohydrates, fat over and over and over again, those kind of things. Or like the way I see it, because people don't like that sometimes to be told exactly what to do. It's more just to, you know, how you start a show. Hey, today I, I uh, was on the salt bike for 10 minutes and this and that. Like, I think we just need a pe- person in power to just display that lifestyle rather than enforce those lifestyles because then it gives the people, I don't know, a bit more of an option. I know that's not necessarily going to solve any problems when you're giving people that hey, option. Dude, but if the president um, of the fucking the president of the United States stood, went out on the fucking front lawn every single fucking morning of the White House and did a workout. 15-minute workout. We could all get to see him work out, make fun of him for not getting depth on his squats. Hiller would be making videos. Fucking Derek from More Plates, More Dates be accusing him of being juiced up. It would be a fucking net positive to the fucking up millionth degree. If that fucking orange-haired guy fucking would have set, started working out and said, hey, it's time that we fucking get our country to lose some weight it would and, and stuck with it, it would have had a tremendous impact on the fucking nation. Huge. Mm-hmm massive and you know what else too it, it would, and i agree like just even just if it showing didn't it, work showing it even if yeah. it didn't work it would give us all hope it would work it, it would give yeah and so instead of people like making fun of uh, chris cuomo or marjorie taylor green like those those things like even cuomo who's a complete fucking douchebag those things need to be supported and uh yeah, it, pe- people need to be showing that and showing their vulnerability. I it's I totally agree with you. People just need to be setting an example. It's so I mean, Kennedy did it. I mean, he didn't work out, but he really pushed the fitness thing. It would be it would be no problem for a president mm-hmm. to do that, for him to start showing us his workout. And the impact it would have would be massive. Yeah, carrot top, not carrot top, Donald. I was talking about Donald. Mm-hmm. I was so bummed when when uh that neither uh, Trump or Biden talked about exercise. What, how, what a sad state of affairs we're in that that could happen. But yeah, I could care less. I could care less about political platforms of people and this and that. And, you know, like I'm, I'm Canadian, so I didn't know uh, some of the names that you were mentioning there. Uh, they're and, pre- they're, uh, we're the country presidents. Yeah, 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 yeah. We we try to we hit, try to ignore you as much as possible Understood. these days. But uh, um, we, uh, yeah, like I don't, I, I could care less about political platforms sometimes. Um, if um, I just saw, you know, just some simple signs of just being a good person, and that being uh, preaching health and wellness, um, just being a good example, showing that you love your family, this kind of, this kind of basic human human shit like that. I, th- I do think that there's a lot of people who do want to go to the gym and for whatever reason they're whatever they've they've spun up some narrative in their head that they that they can do it tomorrow or they're scared or it's not for them or it's too hard or and, and I do think that we can fish those people out and that's why I think it's so important that's why on this show I, it's so important to me to do weight loss stories because I feel like it's 
it's um, showing. I mean, my my wife didn't do CrossFit. I think it's, and I think saw, it's perfect. Go ahead. I know. I think it's great. It's from a a showcasing standpoint. Like I think, like I'm a I'm a Christian, and I think the best way to show. Um, Christianity and share the gospel is not from being the, the preacher on the corner, the evangelist telling you uh, what, who, what, where, when, why about the whole situation. Like the best compliment that I've ever received is I didn't, wasn't displaying, I didn't have a shirt that said, I love Jesus on it. Um, people, I had someone to say, I, I think you're probably a Christian, hey? They said, uh, yeah, why would you say that? I could just tell, you know, you're, you're a good person. You can just, just by my morals, just by my standing, right? Right, I think that comes through in in fitness, right? It's right, just yeah. Like I mean, you look at look, you at, Rich, look at Rich. He doesn't scream it, preach. and everyone knows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, any anybody you have on the show, like you just they they talk about their God moments. They talk about those things like that. That's the best way. They don't have to come on here with some sort of you know checklist of things they have to say and prayers they have to pray in order to get your viewers to to love Jesus. No, they, it's cool regardless of your situation to hear like about about uh, Scott Hanschick's member taking him and giving him the Bible. Like, but those, those are cool stories. And, that, and those are the kind of things that make a difference. It's not the shoving it down people's throats. And I think that carries over to politics. It carries over to health and wellness. And, um, yeah. Interesting. Do you think that um, – uh, okay. Uh, do you think that I'm shoving it down people's throats? Possibly, no, yes. I think I think you lied <laughs> the line. Like I think from my from my perspective, so like I'll be completely honest. Like there's some Please. there uh, you have changed, um, or I want to say changed my thinking, but jostled jostled my standing and jostled my thinking um, with some of your your rants and some of your standings and take some things, um, which I think is is healthy for anybody, right? Whether people or your listeners agree with some of the stuff you say or not, it at least brings a little bit of a freshness to, to the conversation. Do you think you shove it down people's throats? Uh, no, I think people are tuning into your podcast because they want to listen to you. And if they really didn't want to have it shoved down their throats, then they would, they would leave. Right. So I guess I, I think just don't want to, I guess I just don't want to line sometimes. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I think you're, I think you're doing a great job and I think that's why you have the following stuff that you do. Uh, that's why Susan keeps you in line every so often. That's great. That's why we. That's why we can't stay over twenty thousand subscribers. It's because those people won't just subscribe that other half. <laughs> I, I I appreciate you calling in. It, it's a it's a it's a very um, it's a it's a, it's a great it's a great point. It's a uh, to 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 be the example is more important than uh, preaching the word. Yep. Yeah, that that is a great point. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks, brother. Awesome. Thanks so much for everything you do. Yep, you sound like a nice Christian man. <laughs> you know, you know what I was thinking about when after we chatted about that little personal responsibility bit that I did. Imagine if everybody did take personal responsibility, how much advancements we actually would have in the medicines and science and stuff. Because right now we're kind of on this hamster wheel of just like managing the sick population, and then keeping them alive and running and in all our institutions are, are profiting greatly from that. But if that went away and cause what, what is it like 80 cents of every dollar in healthcare is spent on chronic disease. I think that's like the current metric. At least, at least. So that means let's just, let's just translate that to 80% of the time and research and development and everything else is just going to 
managing chronic disease a little bit better than the guy before, right? right or the medicine right. before. So right. if all that went away, essentially you would have 80% of research and development and the focus back on advancing medicines and science for things outside of the chronic disease, which is obviously just lifestyle choices, and then would drastically help those in need that weren't, uh, that are suffering from different issues that aren't because of their complacency. That is actually because of for whatever reason, whether it be an accident or whether it be something that, that happened when they were born or they were born with, but you would be able to, you, we would be able to really attack and then advance society in ways that would be crazy that yeah. would just propel everything forward. Almost yes. like the Romans did back in the day, because until then you just, I mean, like, what was it like 6,000 years? Point, dude. 6,000 years, point. we just had people killing each other for resources. And then the Romans came along and developed like the virtue and kind of what they're like a culture of Christianity, which put it more on personal responsibility to serve something greater than yourself. Just like Corey had said before, whether that be some sort of divine or, or, or Christ or whatever that is personally to you, but you were, you were serving something greater than you and taking responsibility for yourself. And that's how that society after 6,000 years was able to advance super far. And in fact, we have everything the way we have now is because of that change in civilization by switching it rather than being multiple different gods and everybody fighting for each other underneath one kind of divine and taking personal responsibility for yourself. That's how easy it is to contribute today to the world. Just take care of yourself. Just take care of yourself. And you're an example, right? Don't be a burden on others. Yeah. That that's how fucking easy it is to contribute, to be a mass contributor. Yeah. Uh, three fourteen. It's not only the left that um, uh, indoctrinates people, but it's the right. And I really like Candace Owens, but this is what indoctrination from the uh, right sounds like. Here we go. There's this weird thing where I have parents that write to me and they say, I know this is wrong, but I don't want to be that parent, right? My children, they learned that they can pick their gender, but I don't want to be the, the parent that is angry and at the administration because then the other parents look at me weird. Like I'm not being accepting Pause. children. And the truth is, is that. You- so she's saying that parents contact her first. And, and, and this is, it's, it's, it's weird. She uses the word weird. And I get it. She's just free flowing. And that they contact her because they don't want to take a stand in these organizations like the kids elementary school and stand up for their kids. Everyone, let me, let me start over again. You send your kid to elementary school and all the parents are like, yes, let your kid choose their gender. Yes, 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 yes. And that there's one parent who's contacting Candace and saying, I don't want to partake in that, but I also don't want to stand out because it makes me uncomfortable. And Candace says that you should never be accepting. And then she says the reason why. You should never be accepting of an ecosystem of evil. The children are victims. There it is. There's the indoctrination. It's lazy. You shouldn't be accepting because it's evil. That means nothing to me. That means that's just pure manipulation, indoctrination. The word evil is lazy talk. Mm -hmm. It's rhetoric. That doesn't help anyone stand up for themselves and intellectually and logically understand why you don't let your kid pick their fucking gender. The reason why you don't let them pick their fucking gender is because it's not fucking real. 
because that that whole process is indoctrination. I don't know, maybe it's too deep for people and people have to be manipulated by words like evil. When I say the word evil, you can't point to it. You have to go inside your head and start making shit up. Oh, what Hitler did to the Jews was evil. What Jeffrey Dahmer did is evil. You have to you have this you have to start you have to build this cadre of just fucking swirling gross shit. When she could just explain very very well why you don't let your kids pick their gender. And it goes it, and it, go, it goes much deeper than that. You help your child form an identity. You you're the docent of them helping them form their identity by just things like discipline, making their bed, teaching them how to clean themselves, teaching them to walk up straight. Now they have an identity. They're a person who has a habit of making their bed every morning. They know how to bathe themselves. They walk straight. They're, they know they, their identity is built around the fact that you taught them how to smile and shake hands and be nice. It, it, it's the same thing with the racism thing. She, she, Candace wants to fight them on the level that gender's real. They're, You can fuck around with that shit later when you're in fucking uh, drama class and your sophomore year in high school and the teacher says, I want you to be a big, strong man. Then you're like, okay, what's a big, strong man look like? Okay, pull your shirt in, pull your sleeves in a little tighter. Then, then, then you do, the, then you do the, uh, the theatrics. Your kid just needs to build a fucking identity and not even be worried about that shit at all, nothing, no how. Mm-hmm. There's so much time in life to for them to to wrestle with that and struggle yeah. with that and go through their whole entire sexual like development of orientation or whatever they yeah. want to do. Teach your kid their fucking phone number. Enroll <laughs> yeah. them in a fucking sewing class so they know how to sew. Yeah. Let so them build their identity just on some fucking capabilities. Solely they have on- they have grandparents that love them. Every morning they have eggs. Yeah, focus on making them contributors to society, contributors. Just that, that. At least Jiggy Josh, this is good. This is good. I like this. Evil is profoundly immoral and wicked. Yeah. And so, and so, if you wanted to go down that path, then you then then teach your kid. If you, if you want to indoctrinate your kid, indoctrinate your kid in some sort of like really basic moralities. But I but I don't know about wicked. I don't know about wicked. You know, well, by by indoctrinating them with morals, treat people the way you want to be treated. That's a good one to give your kid. Have your kid build his identity in that. Treat others how you want to be treated. The golden rule. Anyway, not hating on Candace at all. Love her. She's a fucking powerhouse. She's in my book. She's a ten out of ten still. But but I but that that doesn't. What you're doing is is you're speaking. To, you're you're trying to rally the base using those types of words, and you're not giving people the tools to defend themselves. Basically, she's telling people who are listening to that, "You're right. Don't worry. I got your back." But they still don't walk away with any tools. Yeah. Yeah, it's just kind of spinning the the hamster wheel. The other thing too, I was just um, I was just oh, thinking do about unto is, others. Thank you, thank you. Doing that's prettier. Do unto others as you would like them to do to you. Is that it? And I think it, it should go one step beyond that because sometimes we get caught up in this moral thing of just how we should behave towards others, but then there's also an and how we should behave to ourselves. So if you're going to be a morally like correct person or a virtuous person. I also think that it shouldn't just stop of how I treat or what I do with other people, but it should also be like, how am I continuing to advance myself 
and logic and reason and mathematics and understanding scientific method and all that, because then you're, you could continue to be a contributor to others around you. If it just stops by being a good person, that's when we conflate all this other shit and we could do really harmful things to people under the guise of being a morally good person. But then if you look one step deeper and say, well, how does this logically make sense? And how are these people that were, you know, helping, how is this going to contribute to society as at all? And this, how is this going to contribute to making them more personal responsibility and be able to contribute to themselves in those same um, subjects? Right. Not just I'm doing it because we're a good person. Right. Just regurgitating. It's just, Yeah. And I'm having so much fun, but I but I have to go to Hayward now. Uh, let's do three thirteen. Uh, let me just do this last one. Do you have two minutes? Yeah, 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 yeah. As I recall, this one I didn't even know how to process. This one, a rare moment in my life. Okay, oh, watch shit. this. Oh, yeah, yeah. I need you to see this. I don't know how to. I don't know. I don't know what to say about this. This is from Get With The Programming. Uh, That's the podcast that Chase Ingram and Bill Grundler do. This was posted on their Instagram yesterday. These are two extremely powerful, uh, talented, athletic human beings. But I don't know how to process this. We have the medic, Caleb, and the affiliate owner, Matthew Souza, to give us their analysis. 319 pounds. Oh, my God. 406 pounds. Four forty, four forty, four hundred forty pounds. Yeah, the way Susan touched his face says it all. That's I, yeah, okay. Uh Caleb, you go first. What what do you got? What what comes off the top of your head? Uh job security. Super impressed. I, I'm I was, when I watched it the first time, I don't think I watched it with audio. And I was really impressed that they didn't have like any, it didn't look like they were making any, like they weren't mouthing any like countdown. Now watching it again, I noticed that the guy was like one, two, three, go. Uh-huh. But also impressive that somebody else is telling them to go and they're like, yeah, okay, let's fucking do it. <laughs> uh, I would not do that myself, but. Yeah, that's where I'm cool. stuck. I'm stuck. <laughs> I want to call them fucking idiots, but but I can't because I'm so fucking profoundly it's impressed so with them i mean people juggle riding unicycles across a f- juggle riding a unicycle crossing a fucking uh slack line 50 feet off the ground i mean i don't know man i saw susan grab his face <laughs> would you allow that in your affiliate no so, not at all it's not a fucking it so impressive. <laughs> it, it's i'm not uh, it is very impressive but just like you said i wouldn't allow somebody to to throw a, a slack line up and start to you know do their strict press while standing on a slack line I think that stuff is is cool in the sense that like they obviously are very uh, advanced in their lifting and, and could make that happen. But no, I'm not even a fan of partner deadlifts at all. Yeah, I don't like. Any I'm not either. a fan of partner deadlifts at the gym. I mean, I could get it why you would program it for a team workout in a competition, but at the gym, it's like what what are you really here to do? You know, is it a circus act? Or are you just here to just get a nice sweat on and and like go about your day without? They, that was hurting, so, so fucking impressive. Look at what Katie Singer says. This is good. Uh, the next time my dad says I'm going to hurt, get hurt lifting, I'm going to show him this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, th- those ladies are impressive. I don't know who they are, but I didn't see any flaws in their shit either. They looked explosive and aggressive as all get it's out. It's crazy how it's yeah. on sync they were. Like, it was almost identical reps on both sides. Yeah. I know yeah, you kind of yeah, had yeah. to be, but, like, it was, they were both moving in sync the entire time. Yep. 
super impressive, but no way is that happening at my gym. All right. Thank you, Susan. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. I'll call you later. Are you, how long is your drive right now? Uh, it should be about 30 minutes. Okay. I'll call you when we get off the show. Okay. Adios. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Call her. Hi. Subscribe. Hey, what's up? Hi. Was that you in the video? Did what? Was that you in the video? Yeah, that was. Yeah. Oh, you look strong. Um, I just have a random observation about the show that something that I think makes the quality of conversation higher or more elevated than other conversations is that you guys, you see everything as a case study. So you bring up all these different scenarios. It could be the smallest situation in life um, from your own life, or maybe you pull it up from Instagram and then you kind of enter the situation and you're a fly on the wall and you, you, you ask good questions about it and like, should have that person have done that or how would you react to that? And it just, I think you, seeing everything as a case study is just like a really good way to gain wisdom in life is what I found. And I, I end up doing this with my friends all the time where I like make every conversation a case study and it probably annoys them sometimes. But um, just something I heard one time was like, if to define wisdom or whatever is to hold, if you're holding two things in both hands, they could be opposing things. Um, but then you try to see, you look at them both and you're evaluating them both at the same time. And I see this show do that a lot and it just elevates the conversation um, just to make everything a case study. You're, you get to like, you get to see a situation um, through like a, like a, experimental lens and so next time you encounter a situation that's similar you have all that in your tool belt the next time and you're like oh i've thought about this i've thought through this and so i just think it's cool um and just an observation i had i was thinking about it the other day and i was like you know what the best conversations are ones that make everything a case study so um just a random observation for you guys I like what you're saying. I also don't want to be one of those people who plays devil's advocate just for the sake of, um, yeah, of being devil's advocate. Yeah, that can be problematic sometimes or just kind of annoying. But I think it's fun just to like, just to see, just to enter situations and kind of explore, you know, what is right and wrong or, or what's the best, best action. Because every situation is different. We always tend to want to move towards black and white solutions that it's like, oh, I can implement this like a formula for everything moving forward and it's like it rarely works like that in life you have to kind of take every situation differently and 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 i don't know figure out how you're going to make choices in each unique situation i don't know i i i kind of um would be i, I like what you're saying I, I would be really happy if people after they were done listening to the show um felt that their life got a little bit lighter after every show so that like we were yeah. able to talk about things and be like, you know what? That doesn't, that doesn't have to be so important. Like to be freed from some sort of judgment. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's related for sure. All right. Well, cool. Thank you. Very, very uh, You're welcome. nice observation. I'll probably ride that one out for a few hours. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I wanted to give you something to ride out. Okay. Thank All you. right. See ya. I thought she was going to say, I just, you three are so handsome. And it's just like my, I just turned the volume off and stare at you guys. Seriously thought she was going to say that. I don't think anybody would want to do that to me.
<laughs> I live in a delusional world. Oh my goodness, Sevi Tetlow or Mertens this weekend. I don't know anything about that. I don't know shit. I heard I heard about that last week. I thought it was happening last week. These guys don't tell me shit. They're uh, doing they're live streaming. They're live streaming an event, but like Mertens and Tetlow are going to compete in their own respective gyms. Yeah, and they're going to live stream it, and Hiller and Brian are going to commentate it. And they're just going to like announce the workout right before, like right as they all get on and then they'll just do it. And then whoever wins gets money. And, and, and it's, it's going to be shown on, 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 I think it's going to be on Hiller's YouTube channel. Okay. I can't wait to, I, what, what time, what time? I don't know shit. It's I talked to Hold Hiller on. five times a day. I don't, he, he's, I don't even, I don't know shit about this. Brian hasn't told me this is wad zombie. Nick's doing this. Wad zombies. Doing yeah. This? He's setting it all up. I do know about it. Come on, Sevon. I don't know. I, I I heard once something about it. I saw a post you made where you talked about the inspiration for it. I never see anyone's posts because I because I because I don't I can't scroll. I'm too busy in my DMs, fucking around in my DMs. Uh, Wad Zombie. Today I can finally announce something I've been working towards for a while. Fit Wars. It will be live online YouTube streamed event featuring two athletes from their home affiliates. Similar to the open announcements, they will find out the workout. They, they will find out what the workout is on the spot and go head to head to see who wins. I'm very fortunate to have some amazing people, so many amazing people bringing this together and making it a reality. Andrew Hiller and Brian Friend have programmed the workout and will be go- doing the live commentary. Colton has always been on board with any type of challenge, and it was a delight to get to know Scott and find out he is the same way. I am hoping that this will showcase showcase athletes in a more personal setting and offer more opportunities for them to earn money. I can't wait to see you all in the chat on the live show. I hope you enjoyed the event. What's what was, Oh, and then the dates over there, Sunday, December, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yes. So so it's four days away and it's um, two athletes go head to head, one unknown workout, and uh, wow, that's a horrible picture of Andrew Hiller. That's cool. That's awesome. I really, uh, he looks, uh, Andrew Hiller doesn't, does he have a shirt on in that photo? Maybe that's why I thought it was bad because he has a shirt on. Yeah. AM, oh, 10 a.m. for the West Coast crew. Okay. Oh, you called in about it last week? Uh, oh, and we have a leak for the workout. The workout's been leaked. Uh, workout is first person to touch a six foot target wins. Wow. <laughs> um, Hey, I will, ca- maybe, um, I can call Jr. and Taylor and we can commentate it and, uh, compete with those two who are commentating it. You know what I mean? On my channel. So you just turn yeah, the volume yeah. off on that one. And, uh, yeah, that's cool. Wow, that's going to be really cool. Hey, I couldn't, I can't think of that. That's two great athletes they chose, Mertens and Tetlow. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, that's going to be fun. We haven't seen much from Colton other than his pig farm and beagle uh, thing. So it'll be interesting to see what he's been up to. All right. Yeah, I'm pumped. Uh, I pick Colton Mertens for the win. Me too. Sorry. Not only for the win, Travis, hi. What's going on, Nick? So I'm going to 
I'm going to speak for Wad Zombie because I know he won't call in. So Fit Wars was all inspired by you had uh, Hopper on the show and who? you had made the comment who? about you had Hop, Hop you had Hopper on the show. I don't even know who that is, ago. but okay. I don't I don't remember him. Yeah, I, I know for for a guy formerly known as Jason Hopper. Oh, him. Yes, I remember when he used to yeah, come yeah. on the show and return my text. Yes. Yeah, wasn't that, that was a long time ago? No, you had him on and you said, wouldn't it be hilarious if Colton Mertens, or you just showed up at Colton Mertens' house or Colton showed up at his house or something and threw down. So that inspired this uh, whole fitness thing. Yeah, that was, a, that was a fucking, I, that was a, um, I liked that clip. I, I, when I watched that, I actually thought I was funny in it. I was like, oh fuck, I'm funny. And I saw what a curmudgeon, very good. I saw what a curmudgeon Brian was. The whole thing made me so happy. And now yeah. Brian, and now Brian's so, commentating it. Exactly. Son of a bitch. Well, I had I had commented yesterday. We were talking about it in the chat, and I said it'd be hilarious for the the Sevon crew to do live commentary on top of the live stream that's going on. I would just like to comment so on Hiller and Brian. We'll do an evaluation. Exactly. Maybe maybe Taylor and Jr. and I will do an evaluation of Hiller and Brian's commentary. <laughs> you do a recap show. There you go. Go on right after it and do a whole recap. Okay, I will definitely be watching. Maybe um, Sunday morning prior to it, uh, I'll even do a. Maybe I'll, I'll have to figure it out. I'll talk to the boys, and we'll figure out. Maybe we will do a pre-show and have Scott and Colton on, and uh, find Ooh, out. That'd be fun. Yeah. What? What? It's at ten a.m. So maybe yeah. like maybe Sunday. Let me, see, let me see if we have anyone scheduled for uh, Sunday morning. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. You always have somebody. No, 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 no. We're good. Yeah, nothing on Sunday. Maybe Sunday morning. Uh, That'd be cool. Yeah, I'll do a pre-show with Hiller, Brian, Jr., Taylor, John. Oh, maybe just me and John Young. That would be fun. Just talk. Or t- Taylor, 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 Taylor and, and How ready. about just Taylor and John Young, and we just destroy Colton and Tetlow? <laughs> there you go. All right. Um, All right, cool. Thank you. Yep. Talk to you later. Uh, if you uh, you need to get your CEO shirts over at uh, Vindicate, Vindicate.com, Vindicate.com. Hi, caller. Hey, um, so I, I was just calling in about the, the Fit War stuff because I think it's a really cool idea. Um, and I actually found CrossFit because of Hunter McIntyre. Um, I've been following him since like his, you know, his Spartan race stuff. Um, and kind of what made, what propelled him to, to like fame, so to speak, in the OCR world is uh, just how he like, uh, basically just trash talk everybody. I mean, he'd call people out. He was like just this kind of larger in life character, a lot like Conor McGregor um, for the UFC. And um, I was wondering, you know, uh, do you foresee or could you see this fit war idea uh, propelling CrossFit uh, to the next level? Uh, kind of like Zalos, because um, it would really just, bring some of the characters into the spotlight a little bit more and maybe give them a chance to, for their in individuality. I'm not sure that's the word, um, to shine and which is also what your show kind of does. And sorry, that's a long question, but no, no, I hear, I hear you. And it's funny. That's what I thought. Um, you, you know, a two hour podcast doesn't have the reach of a, of a 30 second clip. If, if, uh, Colton were to say, talk some, if he were to post something saying, you know, um, 
I, this is this is a fun event, but let's get real. Tetlo's not a games athlete, and I am, and so this is really fucking just a walk in the park for me. Like if you were to say that and make that a thirty second clip, uh, yeah, that would that would fire up the that would fire shit up, right? That would definitely yeah, I mean, that would definitely fire so. shit up, as opposed to a two hour podcast where we don't even really talk shit, but you find out that you know what you get there is you get the emotional appeal of the character. You realize, Holy fuck, Colton works 10 hours a day and trains on either end of those hard days, fucking working in pig shit. And that's obviously the appeal to him. Um, now, right. Or how well he handles the short jokes. Like that basically all of that is, is him making himself more appealing to us. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't think anyone will do that. But fuck, mm-hmm. there's there's opportunity for it for sure, and and I and it would be it would be interesting. I wouldn't be opposed to it. I, this community is is a trip though. They they might get really yeah. Uh, in the beginning, it would be really hard for someone to break that. But once they did, because you know people would be like, that's not what CrossFit's about. CrossFit's about community and this and that and right. It would get. Well, it's interesting. Yeah, it, it's a it's it's a valid point. I would like to see. Um, I would like to see uh, see someone try it. Especially if it comes well, natural I, to them, I don't think I don't think Conor McGregor's uh, putting on a show. I mean, he's putting on a show, but I think that's who he is. Yeah, and I mean, same for Hunter. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is who Hunter is either. I don't think Hunter's putting on like all those silly, funny. I mean, Hunter's Instagram is killing it now, and I don't. Yeah. Even though it's an act, I think like he really enjoys that. Like he feels comfortable. He's himself most when he's acting, and so there's an authenticity you feel from it. Yeah, uh, kind of a follow-up to that is, um, you know, Ricky Gerard already kind of has this, like, villain persona in the community. And I was wondering, do you think it's a good idea or a bad idea for his brand to, like, if he just leaned into that and started becoming that guy? Or or maybe, you know, (laughs) it's a horrible idea. But He's um, so not a villain, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. I don't think think it would be sincere from him. I mean, he's, mm -hmm. like that dude's cool as shit. Like if I, if, if someone would be like, what games Ashley do you want to go to the beach with and play Frisbee with? I'd be like, Ricky Garrard. You know what I mean? You'd be like listening to Algernon yeah. Sterling talk shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. If, if someone, let me think who would be a good shit talker. Um, Vellner. Yeah, Vellner could do it without the shit getting stuck to him. He's good at talking shit without seeming nasty. But I'm trying to think of what athlete, if there's any athletes I know that just really do have a, a kind of a chip. I, I could see it more coming from the girls. Yeah, like Danielle Brandon. I mean, yeah. everyone would kind of think of. Yeah, I could see Danielle Brandon saying something like, hey, you know, it's time for Sarah Sigmund's daughter to step down. Let's get fucking real. You know? <laughs> yeah. And then boom, then we yeah. have him on, the, on Fit Wars. You know, Maybe even Laura. Like, yeah, say it to Laura, Daniel Brandon. No, I think Laura would might would would be good at it too. If you just uh, quick clips. Maybe yeah, yeah. I um what guys? What guy is there any guys out there in the group who are just nasty? I'd have to see their I bet Hopper's pretty good at talking shit. Yeah, but nobody he's, will let him. He's a you're right. That <laughs> he's a puppy dog. <laughs> I mean, fuck, if Taylor makes it to the big stage, Taylor talks some nasty shit. Taylor's self is nasty. Yeah. I mean, Taylor, I could see Taylor being a, winning an event, you know, at the CrossFit Games and someone being like, hey, uh, good job. And he's like, I fucking compete, against, I compete against idiots. I don't know how much of that had to do with me. I mean, I could totally see him saying that, you know? 
<laughs> no, Ben Smith. Yeah. yeah, Ben Smith doesn't have a dark side. These guys, we haven't seen these guys dark. I don't know. Oh, I, I like Lazar Jukic slamming his belt down the other day. Lazar Jukic, he's a nice guy, but I appreciate that belt slam. I could see maybe yeah, a little John like McEnroe kicking shit about. around. Um, yeah. I could have seen like maybe Lazar when when uh, he got waved in early or whatever happened with the bike event at the games, him just pick up his bike and fucking throw it at the Zeus. <laughs> I'm down with that, like John McEnroe. Yeah. 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 Hey, you're right. It would be great for the sport. It would be great for it. Cool. Well, appreciate hey, you guys taking my call. I, I I hung out with Ryan Fisher yesterday. Great dude. Fucking love him. Really. It was a sincere, heartfelt, uh, deep talk. We talked for an hour is good. And he even said that, you know, that that incident that he had at the 2017, and he's very successful now. Very, 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 yeah. very, very successful training program. And he said that, that that incident that he had at the 2017 regional where he got into it with that ref, um, he said that that catapulted him. He said, you know, like in hindsight, maybe that was, you know, that got me more followers than I would have gotten if I just would have went to the game. So maybe Travis Mayer needs to be caught walking out of a brothel who knows yeah i mean liver king kind of um i feel like he's just getting talked about everywhere um so maybe yeah and you know maybe like the supposedly like bad bad media or whatever um is actually good because it's still attention so yeah i don't know um it was just something i was thinking about and you guys know the the players in the game better than anyone so i just want to call in and ask but i think the fit wars is awesome and uh yeah thanks for what y'all do are you doing high rocks uh, I've thought about it, um, but I I am not. Um, I I have two kids, so I just God, you know you time sound management. So young. How old are you? Yeah, I'm I'm relatively young. Ah, I mean, yeah, oh, I'm 27. Holy um, shit. so yeah, we still, we didn't we were. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Married. She's she's incredible. Um, you're a but Christian. We, you're a Christian. <laughs> we Christian. Oh, yeah, how'd you guess? <laughs> oh, it's all, it's all, you sound nice you and you're married. Them all out. It's so easy. It's not the two kids by 27. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. awesome. Well, keep doing the right thing, brother. You sound like a great guy. Uh, I appreciate it. We all yell are great. And uh, yeah, thanks again. So okay. take care. <laughs> Have a good one, brother. Uh... Someone wanted to know what I think about someone in the comments said, what do you think about um, maybe play 307 and then we'll call it a show. I, I, I don't know what the obsession is with drag queens. I do not know why the left has chosen drag queens. Yeah, yeah. Joe Biden invited this drag queen to the White House to witness his signing of the new gay, uh, gay marriage bill. Hey, dude, gay... That just shows how fucking dumb they are. Gay people do not want to be a fucking affiliated with uh, for the, the lot, most gay people do not want to be affiliated with this stuff. I bet you to tell you the truth, I bet you most drag queens don't want to be affiliated with this stuff. Their whole shit's been turned upside down. Drag queens to everyone knows what a drag queen is for, right? It's like you, you go somewhere and they and it's a dude who's dressed up as a woman who's like got, you know, makes it kind of it's, it's a it's a um, it's a vaudeville act. And they do stuff that's like only for adults. Like show their ass. Maybe show their penis, dance around. 
it's a uh, it has nothing to do with um has nothing to do with marriage Dude, marriage is a I don't even know what non-binary means. What the fuck does that word even mean? More more bullshit. Mar- marriage is a uh <clears throat> my biased opinion, but marriage is a is like trying to win the Super Bowl of relationships. Marriage is the pinnacle of of relationships and there's a ton of value in having relationships. Strong, healthy relationships. Basically, what you're doing is is you're forcing yourself into a situation to go as deep as you can with another human being by getting along with them, by always facing them. Always, it's like always looking in the mirror with another human being. And it has not. It has nothing to do with about being. Um, has nothing to do with drag queens or being fake. Or being gay or straight, it's a, it's 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 the, it's it's a God, it's the pinnacle, it's the pinnacle of what you can do with another human being. It's it's stepping into the game. A lot of people fail. Don't get me wrong, it's not easy, but it's like the ultimate uh, relationship game if you're up for it. And then if you have kids, you even have more on the line. So do you want to do you want to uh, don't don't get into the relationship for the wrong reasons because you want to you don't want to die alone, or or you're afraid to be by yourself, or because your parents think you should get married, or because you want to have kids, or that's not why you get in a relationship. That's not why you get married. Getting you get in a relationship because at that level because you're 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 up for the biggest game of relationships. And then you have to figure out, and, and relationships are very, very deep. The deepest thing that you can do while you're here on, on, on planet Earth, face-to-face with another human being. Would you want to be trapped on an island with that person? Can you do it? What can you let go? Anyway, I, I, I don't get the obsession with drag cleans. I almost think it's just to say, fuck you. I, I feel like it's just, be, it's just a temper tantrum that they're having. I don't see, I don't I don't understand it at all. I really I really don't. Maybe we'll just put the word. Um, <clears throat> I mean, if we use Candace's word, evil. It's just it's it's not a pro. It's not. It doesn't fit. It's like it's it's like selling soda pop at the hospital. It's as dumb as fucking having drag queens be celebrating something like that is as dumb as serving soda pop at the hospital cafeteria and, and chips and shit. It's just. And I'm not saying the drag queens can't get married. They can, but, but that's not, they're not, they're not, it's not going together. A drag queen is, is a, is a kind of a celebration in the opposite direction. A drag queen is like the, the one time a year you get drunk on your birthday. The drag queen is that. I'm not saying it's wrong, but it's a, it's a, it's out, it's out way out on a, uh, on an extreme. I don't know. I don't understand it. It sucks that kids are being drugged into it. It really sucks that kids are being drugged into it. It sucks that gay people are being drugged into it. It just sucks. Uh, all those people getting their shit twisted up for someone's bizarre fucking agenda. 
Okay, well, if you want to talk about drag queens, oh, sorry, one more thing. You got one more thing. This is fucking absolutely nuts. I know you guys have heard this story. I can tell you again. <clears throat> this drag queen was put in charge of our nuclear waste and work and, and work for the Biden administration. This this dude. Gender fluid, bi- that means nothing to me, gender fluid. Everyone's gender fluid, you jackass. Uh, gender fluid Biden officials, Sam Brinton, in second luggage theft allegation. This fucking guy fucking Looks stole. Like oh, wow. Wow, Caleb. Wow. Holy shit. That's fucked me up now. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That is Matt Damon. Oh my God. It is fucking Matt Damon. Dude, that is Matt Damon, dude. That doesn't, that is Matt Damon. Let me read that story. Let me see. Can you go back up again? I need to read it. Yeah, sorry. Uh, It's okay. uh, uh, Official uh, report gender fluid Biden official Matt Damon and second luggage theft allegation. This. So the reason why you have the reason why people who are in power have to like they can't cheat on their wives or they can't be like thieves or like they they have to be on this moral high ground your officials is because then if anyone finds out they're doing something fucked up they can leverage that against them. So you have a guy who obviously has a ton of fucking weird shit going on with a ton of weird shit in his closet. By closet I mean stuff he's hidden away that he doesn't want the world to know about. And these dresses, Clear, clearly some uh, uh, um, uh, some mental issues, right? Starve for some kind of weird attention. Something's going on, but is also an a thief at airports, dude. If let me tell you something, if you've been caught twice stealing luggage and it's expensive luggage he stole, I saw like it was like a thirty five hundred dollar piece of luggage he stole. If you get caught stealing luggage twice at the airport, do you know how many times? You've stolen luggage. <laughs> I mean, dude, this guy's stolen a hundred fucking pieces of luggage. Matt Damon. Easily. Has. Easily. Yeah, it is, I, I agree. It is. I don't want to be mean, but yeah, it, it just screams mental illness. I would go into it. Um, God, his mom hated him as a kid. For sure. For sure. No doubt. For sure. hundred percent. Probably wishes he had a daughter. Hey, and what's crazy is she may have expressed it as in love. Do you know what I mean? Like as she's beating him, she's telling him how much she loves him or some shit. Yeah, something. Yeah, all this uh, is a trauma response. Yeah, crazy. Yes, yes. It's not you. True. Good, good, good point. That's uh, um, this is the, this is this guy's uh, second time stealing, and he only steals women's luggage. And uh, he's in charge of our, our nuclear waste, the country's nuclear waste. He is nuclear waste. What's that bottom? Was that, was that, look at the Instagram. Was that, did you pull up both clips? Oh, yeah. Biden's nuclear waste bizarre. guru out of, oh, so he lost his job. Good. Ladies, I got to tell you something. I have to tell you something. It looks like Patrick or David. From the bottom of my fucking heart, and I haven't talked to any other men about this. Don't overdo the red lipstick. We do not find it attractive. It's more attractive on this guy than it is on you guys. I'm and I'm not even lying. Dear ladies out there, please go easy on the red lipstick. What we really like is just some lip gloss that makes your lips kind of uh, shine, like when the light hits it. We love the original color of your lips. 
We love your lips. Maybe just some lip gloss to highlight it. A little eyeliner. You don't got to do no crazy shit. You put that red shit on, we start thinking we're staring at a bamboo. Uh, 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 ba- uh, bamboo. Uh, what's that? What's the name of that monkey? A ba- not a, bam- a baboon. 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 We think we're staring at a baboon's ass. You know, like those red shiny asses they got? Yeah. Okay. We're, we're, right, we got off subject there a second. Back to the uh, fucking wingnut who's in charge of our nuclear waste. Um, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't like any, anything that if I notice you've done something to yourself, I don't, I don't like it. So like, um, God, I'm going to get in trouble for this. So Hiller's put out some videos of his girlfriend and I think she has breast implants and I don't notice them. I'm not like, Oh look, there's her breast implants. So I don't care. They, they look nice to me. But if you got breast implants and they're so fucking taut that they look like, like I look at them and they're like hurting me. No, if you're, if you, if I see your lips and you, and I think, you look like the Joker from Batman. Like, I don't want to hear my brain turn on. It's like, it's like, it's like, I don't want to look at you. Like I'm looked at, like, you know, when you see a guy who only has one arm and you, you look back again, or you see those people who had that, like, what's that called? Phil, what's that thing where people only have like a little hand hanging out of their elbow. They got their, they took a injection. Their mom took an injection when she was pregnant. Oh yeah. Like an extra limb or something. Yeah. What's that called? They gave it to women in the, uh, it was some injection they gave women and it deformed their babies. It starts with an F or a PH. What is that? Mm, polymelia? No. Some, uh, thema- oh, yes. Thank you, Kat. Yes. God, you're smart as shit. Uh, thamal- uh, thamal- thamaldamide. Thamaldamide? Thalidomide. Yes. Thalidomide. Thank you. Thalidomide. Yes. Th- thalidomide babies. Yes. Yes. I knew I'd get it. With a little help from many people. Um when I see a thalidomide baby, I get it. My brain sees you. You have no arm, but you have a hand coming out of your shoulder. And I look twice. I don't, if you're doing something that's cosmetic, that's causing jolting me like that, I, 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 I don't like it. Who cares how you spelled it? Fuck it. You, you're genius. At least you knew what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, over here. you still get a 10 out of 10. You get to keep your job. Oh, shit. I saw, I saw a note from my boss. Uh, oh, um, oh, oh, oh no. Are we going to meet Sarah? Okay. Um, oh shit. Already, already I'm getting Intel about morning chocolate. Wow. No shit. shit wow thank you i think i probably i'm gonna have to confirm get a second source on that i'll tell you when we're off there that's good good news (laughs) i got fired not again (laughs) no i'm going to uh i'm supposed to hang out with sarah at uh 9 15 and I'm going with our mutual friend, Paul, who is on the show. It's 902. Yeah, you can't. W- w- I don't know what's going on with our government. That How did that guy get in charge of nuclear waste? I'm trying to get Phil Toon to come higher. on the show. You think? I think now is a good time for Phil Toon to come on the show, don't you? Yeah. Okay, so don't, don't steal women's luggage. Uh, our government officials have to be good people. 
That's the thing. That's the thing. That's the thing. Like we need, we need good people. Uh, okay. I don't think, uh, South Susan, uh, Oh, okay. You guys want to finish on something strong. This is Southern Sudan's president. So those of you who feel bad that we have, um, Joe Biden is our president. I want you to see Southern Sudan's president. Uh, he's the guy with the cowboy hat. And I want you to look look at his pants. This is during his fucking inauguration. This is his inauguration. That's him right there. Now look at him. He's getting sworn into the office of the president of Southern Sudan. Look at his pants. Oh, oh, oh! Look down buddy. by his look down by his left leg. Oh, buddy! Look, he looked down at it. Oh no! And then the camera pans away. That guy just oh. fucking wet himself at his own inaugural. And look at the beautiful sky. <laughs> Salva. Salva Kier is his name or something. Salva, yeah. Oh my god. So there's that. That should make you feel better about uh I mean to be honest, it, he probably doesn't, but he's got he, a diaper. Don't see it. Yeah. You know, Biden probably does it, but they just never show him on camera anymore. Uh didn't Joe Biden crab his pants in front of the Pope, or is that a baseless rumor? Anything's possible. Well, Putin pooped his pants too. Poopy Putin. Did he? Yeah, supposedly. I'm pretty sure he has like cancer or something. Putin? Yeah. Or has some 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 illness. Oh no. Wow. Uh, Biden recently pissed his pants too. No shit. Yeah, me yeah, too, I, actually. You did too recently? Yeah, it's such a far walk to get to the bathroom. <laughs> Oh, he shit his pants in front of the queen? Uh, Sevon, have you never been close to pop your pants when DC's been rough with you? No. No. I, 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 the last time I shit my pants, I've shit my pants twice in my life. One time I was living in my car, and it was like 5 in the morning. I'd take a shit. I didn't make it. And then the time before that was like when I was 5 or 6 or 4. Those are my only two. <laughs> All right. Great show. Thank you, guys. Uh, Caleb, thank you. Matt Souza, thank you. Will Brandstetter, thank you. Corey on the fringe of the team hanging out. He's like, he's like, he's like, we're the camp, and he's like one of the wolves circling trying to get our scraps. Corey, you the man. Uh, thanks for calling in every morning. Jay McDonald, thank you. Clydesdale Media, thank you. I forgetting someone? Paper Street Coffee, Vindicate, and of course, California Hormones. California Hormones. Okay, guys, uh, we will see you. Oh, tomorrow. So tomorrow I'm traveling all day, and then tomorrow night I'm going to, after sitting in the car for seven hours, I'm going to uh, do a show in the evening with J.R. Howell and uh, Mr. Taylor Self himself. Uh, we'll be talking about the Legends uh, programming. Save it, Jeremy. Don't forget. Don't forget your story. Do not forget it.